Ball State, we represent. With God on our side, we're heaven sent. We're a family, we stand as one. Ball State, we've only just begun. From the Bracken Library to the Quad, we spread our wings. We, we thank, thank God. our God. <laughs> For every opportunity, every chance, we take it all in. We dance, we advance. Mic drop. Oh. Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is by you. Welcome back to the Underqualified Knucklehead Sports Podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, Andy Newman, and alongside me is the man, the beard, the longer hair than normal man, Daniel Keene. What yeah, was that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I just saw your hair, and I was like, wow, that's." I didn't even think about I, it. I made a pact to myself not to not to, not to. to cut it until the end of the school year whoa um, i did not hear about this i didn't notice it until like halfway through the first semester but i also didn't i haven't cut my hair since august you really haven't no whoa um how have i not noticed that yeah i'm not gonna cut it like short until the end of the school year but i think buzz cut shave your head <laughs> kyle kyle might do that for smedley no smedley no speaking is of he one... gonna shave the beard too or is he just gonna keep it bald with the beard like a buzz cut with the beard that's hard though that just he he looked like shell silverstein you know who that is? <laughs> From the giving the oh giving God, tree that, author. That just, that just hit me, like, a ton of brick of nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, that'd be funny. I would like it to would. see that. I kind of like to see that. Yeah, but um, but I, I did not know about the the hair. That what did where did this come from? I like I've always I always like growing out my hair. I do it every couple years. Really? And every couple years I get a buzz cut, which I don't like so much. Um, but three times in my life have I been given a haircut so bad that I've had to buzz cut my head. So, oh. Um, I don't know if I've ever had that happen before. Yeah, it's it's I'm unlucky, and I also have, <laughs> I have trust issues when it comes to who cuts my hair now. Um, oh, dang. But yeah, there's great clips. No, it was actually <laughs> it was actually a salon that I go to a oh, lot. Oh, jeez. Um, like it, it's like a regular place I go to back home. Back in Bryant, Brighton. I know. I, <laughs> I, I, you. I. It was. It was a joke. No, yes. I got it. I got I, it. I. I must. I randomly just combined Daniel's home and uh, our friend, mutual friend Zuver's home, into like one. He lives in Bryant. Daniel lives in Bright Brighton, and it just Bryant? became yeah, Bryant. It yeah. Works out. Yeah. Kobe. Um, no, it's a salon back home, and I've I've gone to them a lot, and I used to go to them a lot in high school. And then one time I go in, and it's like this brand new guy, and I've yeah. I've never met him before, and he's cutting my hair, and he's talking, and he goes, you know, this is like one of the, like the first couple ones I've ever done. And I was like, oh, 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 great. And then he's talking about like how he he like dropped out of college, he's kind of figuring everything out. And then he was like, oh. you know, I'd love to be a stay at home dad, and I'm like, okay, oh. that's that's great, yeah. Like, Keep going. And Good for you, point, bro. He just took a hack, and I was like, "Oh, oh, it's gonna end bad." How how old were you here? Were you traumatized, or were you? I was you... seventeen. Oh, okay. I was seventeen. So yeah, I'd have, been, I'd have been traumatized at that age. <laughs> um, I'd probably still be traumatized now. That would suck. Yeah, but it's happened a couple times. Um, but well, growing up, I used all all the boys in my family got buzz cuts because yeah. my dad. My dad got his hair cut by, his name is Bill, State Street Barber in Ann Arbor. Um, I love how we just got to this. <laughs> like, this is what we're talking, this is what we've been talking about the past three minutes. You know, it's the, just, little, the little intro stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you but, know. Yeah, either way, dad, uh, Bill cut my dad's hair since his freshman year of college. Um, and then when he went to the Navy, Bill taught my mom how to do buzz cuts. So she did buzz cuts for all the boys mm-hmm. until they were old enough to tell mom that they wanted a different haircut. Um, but I don't know. I'm not a fan of the buzz cut, but I'm growing it out until the end of the school year. Um, and then we'll see what we do with it. I am probably going to go somewhere and ask them to like trim it up. 
Like I don't want to. I don't want to get. Okay. It, I don't want to get it cut, cut. But while I'm growing it out, it's kind of looking pretty bad right now. So I'm like, might as well. If if we're growing it out, might as well grow it out with like a shape or something. Yeah, uh, I like I to, it. I have to look relatively professional. Did you Did you have long hair back in high school? If I remember correctly, yeah, you told me about I had that man bun in high school. Yes, I do remember that. Back in your kicker days, academic like, all state for the wrong school. Actually, it was two years before. Oh, it was two years before okay. my kicker's day. I was definitely playing soccer during it, though. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I've never been. I've never been one to stick too tight to a haircut, but I'll get it cut short, really nice, nice, yeah. high and tight, with a little, little okay. professionalism on the top, and my mom will love it. Um, Interesting. Well, I like it. How's like, your hair doing? How's I, your... It's fine. I probably need to get a haircut, Loki. Um, but you know what? Let's move away from the hair. Wait, real quick. Just, Do you okay, have a fine. Place you get your haircut in Muncie? Uh, no, I don't. I just go back home. Okay. Okay. What just What just happened? No. No. Is it still no, going? Still yes. There. Okay. Good. I don't know. The computer every once in a while just it like does. randomly <laughs> like pops up with different stuff. What? We're we're in a shared audience yeah, space. We are. That is in in fact a correct statement. Um, so. Do we want to talk NFL NFL stuff first? Or oh, I can talk about the NFL Combine. Yeah, you I, went to the NFL yes. Combine. That is something that is probably more inter- interesting than uh, the story of Daniel's hair. But uh, you know what? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed you it. talking about Did it. You guys I, enjoy people it? will learn. People I mean, will learn maybe about they it. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. It. Yeah, I'm gonna go with yes. Yes. I'm gonna go with yes. Yes. You but, uh, enjoyed it. You liked that. But a uh, a few weeks ago, uh, that's the Kirk Cousins reference. What? Oh, I said <laughs> you you like, you, you like that? I do like that. Um. So a few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to go down to the NFL Combine for their media um, availability. Uh, it was super, super cool. Um, I was able to use my credentials as the sports director for NewsLink uh, to get me, uh, our friends, John Kleemeyer and Zach Greer, to go down there. I uh, was able to talk to uh, four, probably if you're a fan of this podcast, at least kind of know of names. Michael Mayer, he's the uh, tight end for Notre Dame. Uh, Hendon Hooker, who was the quarterback for Tennessee, um, totally towards ACL. Uh, Tough blow. Stetson Bennett, quarterback for Georgia, and mm-hmm. Malik Cunningham, the quarterback for Louisville, who got drafted to the USFL Stallions. Uh, Super cool experience. I'll love to Stetson Bennett, but did you see how he ran his forty? Did it was it bad? Won it bad, but his, his yeah. the way he runs looks absolutely it, hilarious. Was it really that bad? It was pretty bad. Um, he and he also could not answer my question. Like he was like he was kind of fumbling. He's like had no clue. I. I, I felt bad. I don't really know what his <laughs> plan is. I don't. I, I asked him. So I thought it was a pretty slam dunk question for him because I mean, I asked him like, "Hey, Stetson, you've got a lot of big game experience and success. Like clearly, I mean, he's been to the national championship what multiple times mm-hmm. um, and won. Uh, and I'm like, so how is that going to translate?" Into the NFL, and it's, like, it's a pretty clear, quick, easy answer. Like I'm good at lob what I do at the biggest stage. It'll help. Lob help. him a softball. Yeah, exactly. It out of the park. Dude had no clue, um, like what to say. He was kind of just fumbling around, and then he he brought it back at the end. But it was kind of just like, oh, he he literally at one point went, ooh, ah, whatever. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I I enjoyed getting the the opportunity to like mingle and see all these different sports professionals and stuff like that. It was super cool. Um, I was rubbing shoulders with Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud. Didn't really get close to Bryce Young. Greer did though. I think it's rubbing elbows. Rubbing elbows. Yeah, that's what it is. Did I say shoulders? I said shoulder to shoulder. I always also never understood that rep. Like, well, it's like I think it's just that you're so close that you just accidentally rub elbows. 
Is that like, yeah? I think I think that's are you just intentionally trying to. No, rub you the just elbow? like accidentally rub elbows because so you're so close. Yeah. What does the rubbing of the elbow get you? Uh, nothing. It's just a thing that happens. Is it like networking? No. Yes. Yes. It's it's a it's a shorthand for networking. I'm never gonna use that. Yeah, rubbing elbows. Maybe shaking hands, like. I didn't shake anybody's hands though. I, I think rubbing elbows. I think was like I, I'm saying like I was close enough to like be in their presence and be in the area. I get it, but yeah. it's still a little weird. I don't like, know. Right? I, because I, I don't think know. when when somebody has rubbing elbows, <laughs> like, I no, I'm saying like rubbing elbows. Like, I yeah. I don't I don't think it's of just like a, my I don't think of my yes, but like rubbing elbows. I don't think of my elbow touching their elbow. I think of like going up to people and like putting your hand on their elbow, which is, which but is like a no, weird. I think it's I think it's literally just like the act of I'm walking by you and you're walking by me in different directions and our elbows are at the same level of area and we hack and we're so close. And we accidentally rub our elbows I, together. I understand the reference. <laughs> I just think it's a weird reference. Yeah, I, I understand. I I understand um, that thought process. Wait, you don't you don't shake people's hands when you interview them? Yeah, uh, I didn't interview Will Levis or C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson though. I was just in their presence. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and also most of the time they're up on the podium, right? Yeah, yeah, and and basically everyone that I talked to was up at the podium. Yeah. I'll um, say unless it's like a press conference type. Whenever I interview somebody, I just I always say hi. I say like a little hello first. Yeah, but yeah, no, but it was a super cool experience. Um, I got there thirty minutes before the Michael Mayer. Uh, Press con or uh, media availability, and I was able to ask him two questions. I thought that was super cool. Michael Mayer, do you not know who Michael Mayer is? Definitely. Michael Mayer's Michael Mayer's probably the probably the top rated uh, tight end in the class oh, this year okay, from okay, Notre okay, Dame. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was super cool. As essentially as a Notre Dame fan, getting to see and talk with him. I thought um, you were talking about the Georgia player who had uh, who had the arrest warrant out for him. No, 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 no. no. That's a different guy. Um, but yeah, no, it was super neat. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, I think probably my favorite interview was Malik Cunningham, um, who was he was out of the uh, out of Louisville, um, and he weirdly enough was drafted by the USFL. Which, if you're a fan of the podcast, you are well aware of what the USFL is. Um, by the way, they start up in April, um, <laughs> and he was drafted in the third round of the USFL. And I'm like, why is he at the combine if he's getting drafted by the USFL? Ask him about it, and he goes, "I have had no clue about it." <laughs> they didn't tell me about it. I ain't playing in that. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Really. And really I got quote. And, and my tweet got quoted in a CBS Sports article, which was super Look cool. At you, yeah. Which is very neat. Um, but I thought that was so funny. I'm like, that is crazy that a team didn't even didn't even contact him, didn't contact his agent, didn't even ch- attempt to reach out, according to him. <laughs> like, why? And also, what what a blow that would be um, to your confidence as like a as a football player. If the USFL is like, yeah, this guy is good enough to make it to the NFL. Let's just draft him for our league. Like, are you serious? And it's just that, and not even reach out and ask. Like, why even waste your your draft pick on on that? If especially he's not going to play. Clearly, I think that's a little odd. Yeah, um, it is. But also, it's like it's it, that's kind of that's kind of what you got to do as as like a side league. You got to shoot for what you can get, and then if they say no, they say no. Um, I do have a quick question. This yeah. is it was more on the sports journalism side of things okay. than anything else. Yeah. When you are at an in, when you're at a press conference or an interview and yeah. you're asking questions and taking quotes, yeah. do you only use quotes that you ask the questions for? I um for for myself for this, I only did. Just because it was it was not something that I was covering for like an actual report or something like that. It was mm-hmm. more just like I got to go, I got to do 
I want to show people the stuff that I asked. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I've done a lot of more big game press yeah. conferences, and most of the time other publications have taken – like when we were in Tennessee, yeah. uh, a couple different publications took – quotes that I had asked questions for. Yeah. It's I, I had a I asked a, a couple people in the industry about it yeah. and they're like, yeah, no one really cares. Like whoever asks the question is whoever asks the question. The quotes are kind of fair game. But I've had Which people go like, is it okay that, you know, the publication near us, um, I'm not gonna name drop anybody, but um, they used a quote of mine from a Ball State interview and I'm like, well yeah, it's fine. If if if, if the coach is speaking publicly Great, yeah, he's the it, person saying yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've always pulled quotes from whatever. I know like there's specific questions I ask to kind of aid the the story that I'm working on. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, I was curious about that. I I uh, I only posted on I posted all my quotes and stuff on Twitter. I only posted the ones that I asked. Um I probably could have uh I asked a follow up question for the Malik Cunningham uh Birmingham Stallions thing. Uh, the I somebody I was going to ask it. I was the first person there. Someone stole it, and I'm like, "Well, this sucks," because I was going to ask it. And I didn't post it on Twitter. Some other random dude who didn't even ask the question was the one who posted on Twitter. Got like 500,000 likes, like something crazy like that. Sometimes that's the way it goes. Yeah, and it was just it was it was a dude that was as obscure as myself. So I could have 100 percent if I was just standing there, could have just posted it online and gotten the same level yeah. of. And, of hype, and, which and, it's just I didn't think about it because it was. So I'm like, because I'm like, I didn't ask the question, so it's not my quote to give. And also, like in post games, like every journalist in the room, if you look at their note sheet, if you look at the questions they're going to ask, yeah. three to five, the questions are exactly the same. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to get to ask all six or seven of the questions I'm thinking of. But if that guy asks two of my questions and and the girl in the back asks three of my questions, then I only have to ask one or two. It's kind of like a team effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I get you, I get what you mean. I think it's I think it's a definitely an interesting thought. But just for in that context of the NFL Combine, I wanted to only use my stuff because that. I thought and it was neat. That's yeah. like more of a creative project. Yeah, yeah exactly. And while while we've talked a little bit about the new guys coming in the league, let's before talk about... before we trans before Dang it, that no, was no, it was gonna be one. it was gonna be great. It's gonna be great, but um. I, before we get into our actual analysis of like the uh, the new uh, all, the, all the free agency stuff, and then obviously March Madness because it's March Madness. Come on, um, there's this new or this thing that's kind of taken the world by storm, and I've been using it today just a little bit. It's called oh Chat GPT. Are you actually? I thought we were no, going to run this. No, <laughs> I've done something different. So Chat GPT is a, an a open AI model that like takes information and then like you can use do whatever you want with it. Like I had it write a scene about. Uh, Peyton Manning joining the Justice League. So I just fed information from uh, Daniel Keene's website. My, and is had that it, why you wanted yes, a copy of my yes, book? Yes, correct. And, I, and had it write a rap. Time out. Time had pause. it write a rap about Andy Daniel Keene. Yeah. As, we're, as we're sitting here <laughs> pre recording, and he yeah. goes, Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about working on a portfolio. Do you mind if I. Do you mind if I take a look at yours? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'll be a nice friend. Like, I love helping people out. Yeah. Give him my portfolio yeah. so he can look at it. Guy copies and pastes it <laughs> into, into the open AI. AI. <laughs> and all right, so here so I am about I'm about to rap the Daniel Keene rap better, as as dictated put, by ChatGPT. You, you better yeah. put backtracking on. Fine, this. I will. I will. Oh well. Listen up, y'all. I got a story to tell about a journalist who's doing it well. His name is Daniel Keene. He's got the fire to tell stories of others. He won't retire. Daniel Keene, he's on the rise. A true journalist with eyes on the prize. He's got passion. He's got the drive to tell stories that come alive. He's a Ball State student with a major in news. A Dean's List scholar who's got nothing to lose. He loves sports. He's a com- he's got a competitive side. He's also a writer, but nothing with nothing to hide. Okay, Daniel Keene, he's 
on the rise, a true journalist with eyes on the prize. He's got a passion. He's got the drive to tell stories that come alive. He's a Star Wars fan and a Marvel fan, and he's with love for Arsenal and Detroit sports. He's got a passion that's palpable. He enjoys camping and backpacking when he needs to take a break. When it comes to journalism, he's always wide awake. <laughs> Daniel Keene, he's on the rise, a true journalist with eyes on the prize. He's got the passion. He's got the drive to tell stories that come alive. So if you need a story, look no further. Daniel Keene's your guy. He'll give you your faith. He'll give you your fervor to make What's a news. I don't know. To make your story come alive and grab the reader's attention. So if you need a journalist, he's got your full attention. Daniel Keene, he's on the rise of true journalist with eyes on the prize. He's got the passion. He's got the drive to tell stories that come alive. Wow. Bravo. <laughs> also, fervor is intense, passionate feeling. There I you go. Yeah. I did not, I did not know an AI was going <laughs> to drop some five-point words on us today. Hey, but you know what? I, I'm incredibly glad that this thing exists, and I was able to rap about Daniel Keene. <laughs> I think that is so awesome. <laughs> That was good. It was good. Was good. Don't, don't the one song. about the Christian? Uh, yeah, sure. So he had he had Ball State do uh well he had the AI write a Christian themed rap. Yes, about a Christian rap. Ball State University. Uh, yes. I why? Don't know. Um it was but, the first thing that came to my mind. See, there's uh, this whole national discussion right now about AI and and whether or not college students use it to to cheat on assignments and and how colleges are working around it. No, we're writing raps. We're writing raps. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> Give it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about a school where the Cardinals fly high. That's the rule. Ball State University, yeah, that's the name where you can learn, grow, and achieve all the same. Ball State, we represent with God on our side. We're heaven sent. We're a family. We stand as one. Ball State, we've only just begun. From the Bracken Library to the quad, we spread our wings. We, we thank, thank God. our God. <laughs> <laughs> For every opportunity, every chance, we take it all in. We dance, we advance. Ball State, we represent with God on our side. We're heaven sent. We're a family. We stand as one. Ball State, we've only just begun. Oh, there's a bridge. Yeah. There's a bridge to the course. Whoa, okay. We're not just students. We're disciples. <laughs> Living our faith, it's vital. We shine our light. We lead the way. We give I'm God saying this glory. to Bryce Tim Savage. <laughs> I'm saying it. single day. <laughs> Ball State, we represent with God on our side. We're heaven sent. We're a family. We stand as one. Ball State, we've only just begun. So let's raise our voices. Let's make some noise for Ball State, our home, our choice. We're proud to be Cardinals. We're proud to be yeah. here. Ball State, we're all in. There's no fear. Mic drop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I just, I just think that is so crazy. Like I can literally think of anything and just do it. That is the just funniest, so. That is that is amazing. It is. And then I also I I told you about the Peyton Manning Joyce's Justice League. The last line of that is with that. The Justice League sets off on their latest mission with Manning tossing perfect passes to his teammates as they fight to save humanity from the latest threat. This has been 20 <laughs> minutes of, like, straight gibberish. I, I know. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Haircut. Wait, we talked about sports. We, we, did, we did. We did. We did. Combine was cool. I think that was a cool anecdote. Like haircuts and, and chat AI. And yeah, yeah. You know what? Okay. I think that was... <laughs> It was um, something, yeah. You know, r raps are great. Money's better. Let's talk about free agents in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, the Colts have got none, except for Gardner, Minshew, and Matt Gay. 
The Colts yeah. paid $22.5 million, million dollars. for yeah. a kicker. For Matt Gay. For Matt Gay. He's not even that good of a kicker. He's all right. He's acceptable. Yeah, but he's but but imagine imagine the amount of money Justin Tucker's gonna get. Oh yeah, dude, dude probably could demand like a Patrick Mahomes level salary. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like like easily fifty million though. Yeah, can I ask Chat GPT how much Justin Tucker's gonna make? I'm kidding. No, they wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, I just I'm and then we traded away. Uh, we let we let go of or not let go. We let Paris Campbell and <laughs> Bobby Okereke. Um, go to the. I think both went to the Giants, if I remember correctly, yeah. which is crazy. Real quick, Justin yeah. Tucker's uh, contract is fourteen million guaranteed. So Matt that's Gay nuts. is getting paid more than Justin Tucker. Well, I don't know if is that just guaranteed money. Like it's that's not his full money, contract. But there's a right? couple million in incentives, but it's still under twenty two and what? a half. Um, We're paying more than Justin Tucker. Yeah, that's actually kind of pretty wild. Okay, uh, let's go down the list. Think, there's a lot of there's a lot of people on the free agent list right now. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit all of them. I'm just gonna hit the big ones. First and foremost, Derek Carr, 150 million to go from Las Vegas to New Orleans. He's 32. Well, he's 32 before the ne- the start of the next season. Really? Yeah, he's that old. He's pretty old. Wow. I did not. But, I thought he was like maybe in like twenty, like eight, twenty nine. He's thirty two. Nope. Wow. But he gets uh, hundred million guaranteed out of that contract. Dang. So he's pretty. They they gave him the big bucks. Uh, another one uh, after after Derek Carr left the Raiders, Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo goes to the Raiders yep. for seventy two million. Uh, with I think it's forty forty two guaranteed. Yep. Forty five guaranteed. And so. then uh, I do believe Marcus Mariota went to the Eagles, if I remember correctly. Pretty wild. Yes, and then um, coming from the Eagles to the Colts, Garner Minshew. Yep. Uh, and then any other? Oh, Aaron Rodgers uh, says that he intends. Question mark. He intends Jets. to play to for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he went into the darkness in a cave tunnel, scary whatever meditation four days whatever retreat for. But like ninety percent sure that he was going to retire, which and is kind of interesting. Back out and he wanted to play football. Yep, and for the Jets. For the Jets. For the Jets. But but before that, he made sure that uh, the Jets are paying all of his guys. He, and Alan- he said he said that's all fake. He said it, that there's no way that's not real. It's just a <laughs> Adam Schefter devised. Is it though? Is talk, it though? You talk about twenty guys, and then they just say make it's a dream list, and I'm not coming unless you sign everybody. Except they just signed yeah, yeah, Alan yeah. Lazard for forty four million. I can understand. I can understand Aaron Rodgers being like, well, they just took this out of context and made it a thing, but I can also understand him being like, well, this is never real, like, or whatever, something like that, which I think he, I think it's a little bit of truth on every side, really. Like, he has to have been like, you know what, I'd really like you to sign this individual. Like, I don't know if it's to the extent where, like, I'm not coming unless you sign Alan Lazard, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about the Lions for a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. I got, um, I got some thoughts. I have. I'm. I am. I'm depressed with one of the revelations that was made. Yeah, we'll talk about him last because yeah. it made me. It, made it, me, it is lo- sad. Loki made me really sad. Yesterday. It is sad. It's um, like. It's, I don't. I don't know who that would be equiv- like equivalent to for me. Like it's probably like a, a similar to a T. Y. Hilton leaving, but I don't know. He didn't have no, as much. No, but T. Y. Hilton was on like the definite edge of his career. Yeah, but I. I do have yeah. some reasoning for that for that player, and and we'll gatekeep it for a minute. But first. Yeah. Top of the list, they gave thirty-three million to Cameron Sutton. I like that move. Who is that? He's a cornerback from Pittsburgh. Got it. Good, okay. Co- good cornerback. Uh, that's that's definitely a spot that the Lions needed to strengthen this year. And I still think there's a good chance they take uh, Gonzalez out of Oregon at, with the number six pick. Uh, he's also a cornerback. Um, that secondary needs a lot of work. But also, we have two players coming back. Tracy Walker is is probably the big one. He's he's a he's a guy on that defense. 
he's coming back at safety after I think he tore his Achilles at the beginning of the oh, of last season. So he he'll he'll be a big help to the to the to the secondary, but strengthening it is the goal. And then they brought back Alex Anzalone for eighteen million. He's good, but yeah. he's he's not you know. Like we have Malcolm Rodriguez, and I love Malcolm Rodriguez. Rodriguez, um, but he's only in his second year. So Anzalone, he's kind of that veteran. He's kind of there to right the ship a little bit. Gotcha. Also, he looks like he's like forty, but he's only he's twenty eight. <laughs> no, look up younger look, than Derek Carr. Look up a picture of Alex Anzalone right I now. I will right now. I encourage you to do the same. Yeah, do that at home. Look up a picture of Alex Anzalone. Alex and Anzalone. A N Z. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does look old. He looks like he's forty. He kind of looks like Trevor Lawrence if he was uh, like a like a linebacker. I I don't. Yeah. I I'm not gonna lie. I don't like his hair. Like he looks that, like he kind of looks like Trey. Ma- he looks like he looks like Clay Matthews and Trevor Lawrence combined into one human being. Is it Alex Anzalone? Does he not? Oh. Yeah, you, there's no way, and there's no yeah, one's even on that. No one's. <laughs> he looks like he's forty. He does look. He does literally look like he's like Trevor Lawrence and old. Clay Matthews combined into one so individual. Old. And AJ Hawk a little bit. Yeah. Um. Either way, brought him back. Good move, in yeah. my opinion. Um. And then the big one, uh, David Montgomery gave him eighteen million. Um. Twenty five. He's two years younger than the player that we're letting go. Uh, yeah. And who is that? Eleven million guaranteed. Here's my thing. Yeah. With with Montgomery, that means they let Jamal Williams go. Jamal Williams went to the Saints for twelve million, but he only has eight million guaranteed. So we're guaranteeing David Montgomery three million more than we would of Jamal Williams. Let me also say this: Jamal Williams is a goal line back. I love Jamal Williams. Yeah, I love his passion. I love his fire. He's yeah. the goofiest guy on the planet. I love him. Yeah. But he's a goal. He's a goal. He's a goal. Well, don't you already have a main running back in DeAndre we have, Swift? We have a main running back in DeAndre Swift. So what do you need David who's Montgomery had, for? Who's had some injury issues? David Montgomery has the potential to be that goal line back that we need. Any any running back can be a good goal line back. I'll oh, yeah. just say that. Um, Montgomery's two years younger than Jamal Williams. He's got a little bit more skill. Are you where he's are like? Is he better? Do you I think he's better than the Jamal Williams. I don't think he's. I don't th- like last season. No, but. I think Jamal. I think I would not be surprised if Jamal Williams had his best season last season, and he will not have a yeah. season as good as last season ever again. I will not be surprised if David Montgomery has yet to have his best season. I understand that. So it's I, just, it's just. I would have liked to have paid your guy that had so much passion for like. I think that's. I think that's something that needs to be rewarded, especially but, with how well he did as well. But I think there's kind of an understanding. I mean, he didn't yeah. leave. He didn't leave with any animosity. He yeah. didn't. He didn't say anything negative about the organization. I think it was kind of. It was something that just ran a its money course. Thing. It, it yeah. was. It was a money thing. It was a money which thing. Which is this is which is disappointing. And yeah. but also he's turning 28. And, yeah. And in the in the yeah. in the in the position of running back, 28 is pretty old. Yeah. Um, so. No, I get yeah. it. And then they signed Emmanuel Mosley uh, for six million from San Francisco, which is a bargain deal. Yeah, he is a good. He's a good cornerback. Again, strengthening that secondary. Brought back a couple guards in Evan. Uh, no, he. They brought back uh, Matt Nelson. They got uh, Graham Glasgow. Glasgow. I Glasgow. What? I don't know. <laughs> um, they brought him in from Denver. Good overall. I think it's good. Oh, yeah. they brought back John Kaminsky. I love that. I love John Kaminsky. That's a really good guy to bring back. Yeah. Um he was he's he's twenty seven, but he's good on the on the edge. He's a good guy. I just my I, I'm it's disappointing to see Jamal go because I really liked him and I really liked him in the Lions franchise and I thought that, that made the Lions even more likable. 
But I think that I think you guys will do just fine without him. Sadly, um, it's just kind of the way it is with running backs sometimes. Like it's if, the way it is. Old, the, the running back is a carousel. Unless you're unless you're Derrick Henry or Austin, maybe not even Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler just re- requested a trade. Yep. Um, you're unless you're like literally the best running back in the NFL unequivocally. You you have maybe five years also with I one f- team. Yep. Also, I firmly believe that it is darn near impossible for front offices to predict the play level of running backs. Oh, yeah, you have no idea. You'll have a good year, you'll have a bad year. Well, yeah, also, because look at Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, also, it heavily relies on the offensive, offensive line. line. Yep. And the Lions have a very good offensive line. Yeah. Top three in the NFL. Yeah. I don't, do the Bears not have a great offensive line? Is that just... Yeah, they're all, it's okay. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, but they have they have Justin Fields who scrambles every other play. And yeah. that's, one, that's a sign that it's not a great offensive line, and two... The offensive line, knowing that their quarterback is going to scramble that often, can kind of play a little bit more lax. Yeah. Any anything else big free agency? I mean, uh, Austin Eckler requested a trade. Juju Smith Schuster got the, paid by New England, and so did Mike Gesicki. Um, They're just bringing in all the yeah dudes that kind of like they did last year. That I don't think it really accomplished anything. I think Gesicki will. Gesicki is actually a pretty good pickup. Um, I'm surprised Juju's not re-signing. Did the Chiefs just not re-sign him? They probably didn't want it. Well, he he got paid. He got also, also a lot of people leaving the Bengals for some reason, which I find really odd. No, I don't. They you don't find that odd. Their owner is historically stingy. He doesn't want to pay anybody. Yeah. Um. But, but you know Juju, what, sorry, you, keep going. You know what I just thought? Uh, Happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Happy right, St. Con- Patrick's continue. Day. Continue. Yeah. Thank you for that. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster got 16 million guaranteed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Million guaranteed. Yeah. I, I'm 100% Why? certain that the Chiefs were not going to give him that much money. I wouldn't. Money. Patriots had some had some money to throw around, but also I think- they At Juju them. Smith. Yeah. At Juju Smith, Gusecki. Like, I, I like that. I like the, I like the moves they're making. Oh, um, another big thing. Uh, Panthers trading up to number one. Let's talk yeah. about the Carolina Panthers yeah. for a minute. I, this might hurt your heart a little bit. Yeah, but no. Frank Reich leaves the Colts, yeah. gets to the Panthers, and yeah. they are making moves for him. Which is, I mean, drafting here. This is something that Frank Reich will largely benefit from, is the fact that they will actually finally have a quarterback of the future that he can mold and work with instead of a patch-it-fix-it after Andrew Luck. And I think... Which is nice. I think with, with, with Frank Reich... Yeah, the Colts never really gave him no the keys to the city. We we did in a sense of the fact that we for two years we just pretty much got whatever quarterback he wanted. Like Philip Rivers and Carson Wentz were 100 percent just because of Frank Reich. No, Philip Rivers was not because of Frank Reich. I, I think, think he. I think it was. I think it was a huge reason. Philip Rivers wasn't a bad quarterback. No, Philip no. Rivers did. I think. I think people definitely talked down about Philip Rivers' time in. Indianapolis. No, I, I don't. I think he. I think he was great. He I, he was the most successful of of our stint since Peyton. For since Peyton, since Andrew Luck, it's been Brissett, which uh, I I love Jacoby, but it just didn't work out. Brissett, Brissett, and then Rivers, and then Wentz, and then Matt Ryan slash Nick Foles slash Sam Ellinger. Um, slash somebody else was in there, right? No, it's just those. It's just those guys as like starters. Oh yeah. Um, or constant starters. I, I think that year was by and large the best. We could have beat the Bills to go on and actually win a playoff game. We made the playoffs. Yeah. I, I you know but but with what with what Carolina's doing for him right now, much better. Their yeah. front office is yeah. serving the head coach which is good better than Indianapolis ever did. And I think there's somebody in the front office who has been there for a long time who 
I, th- I think they should look at a change of scenery with him. Who? Ballard. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, I, I think Chris Ballard. I, I, I think, don't I don't think he's a bad no, GM. No. I just think sometimes, especially when you're dealing with an organization that's been, I don't want to say troubled, but yeah. struggled yeah. to really find players that are caliber for the future. Yeah, I get you. Um, I think sometimes when you have that going for years and years, it could just kind of be a vicious cycle and, yep. you know, let him go. Yeah, I lose him. I think that Ballard is fantastic in the draft, but I think that uh, signing free agents and actually like creating a roster with like existing NFL talent, he is subpar at. Sadly, yeah. And I think that his drafts in the past couple of years have actually kind of been a little bit more. Of the, this past draft, I don't think they accomplished anything really. Nope. Like uh, nope. Our, our biggest guy was Alec Pierce, and he was our third string. And he had one catch the whole year that was at all. What are going to do at wide receiver? I don't know. Paris Campbell's gone, so uh, currently our currently here. Sorry, this is, where did where did he go again? Uh, he went to the Giants. Yes. Yeah. Um. So did Bobby O'Carrake, which is odd. Um. So Giants, here, one sec. The Giants are looking good. They're paying some yeah. guys. They're paying some guys. They just got Darren Waller. Um, big big player for, yeah. for Daniel Jones, who they also just paid. They're they're spending the money and they're looking good. I Shout I would out Uncle Brian. They're I'd looking li- good. I'd like to see what the Giants do this year. I hope that they do well. Uh, they they have gotten a lot of that. Darren Waller that Darren Waller trade is sad though. Oh <laughs> he yeah, he just got they, married didn't to they trade him on his wedding. Yeah, um, no, well like a couple of weeks or so after, or like a week or maybe. Um, but, but he married a WNBA star who literally lives, who is a part of the Aces in uh, Vegas. Yeah, that's not good. And he got traded well, to but New York. I, but I, but I feel like a lot of no. I was gonna, I was gonna yeah. say like a lot of. I'm pretty sure pro athlete couples have that all the time. Yeah, I, I mean Julian Zeckert. Yeah, Julian yeah. Zeckert. Well, that wasn't intentional. He yeah. got traded. Yeah. Um, well, I was gonna say Megan Rapinoe and Sue Bird, but they both live in Seattle. They, they both, both I, they yeah. both play for Seattle teams. Um, but yeah, no, it's just it's just rip Darren Waller. But anyway, um, well, you know, he's got the money. He does. Yeah, he'll every, be fine. Every, he can fly every other he'll week. He'll be fine. <laughs> well, I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's all right. Um, but uh, what are the Colts gonna do at quarterback? That's what I was gonna say. Like as of right now, w- w- the Indianapolis Colts roster. Our starting quarterback is either Gardner Minshew or Sam Ellinger. I don't hate Gardner Minshew. But I don't want him to be a starting quarterback for an NFL team, which I he think— He started for the Jags and did pretty good. Everyone's talking about uh, Lamar Jackson. Not going to happen. Oh, my uh, gosh. Not going to happen. Our whole sports section. Oh, I'm well aware. Our whole sports section is Zuber, like Zuber, Kyle, Concerned. Zach, everybody. And yeah. I, I, Elijah. Gave, I, gave him, I gave him a little bit of crap because I yeah. think it's pretty delusional, their thinking. And then they, they blew me out of the room with yeah, this whatever. whole Lions had one whatever. good yeah, season yeah. stuff. I was also a part of that. Well, I was just mad. Yeah, yeah. No, Andrew's just mad. Yeah. I, I would like to pedestal soapbox about the Lions real quick. It's not that we had one good season and now I think we're going to win the Super Bowl. It's that we had a good season under a good GM and a good head coach and we're yeah. building a foundation. Correct. And this is something that we can look forward for. Forward to, to the future yes. with. Yeah, I like, agree. I am excited about the future of my organization. I agree. For good reason. Yeah. The Colts are just the Colts fans are just like, man, we got him. We got Lamar Jackson. I'm like, no, you don't. No. Why would why why would Lamar Jackson leave his current situation to play for the Colts? Money. Which we don't have. But they're not gonna We pay don't him. have it. Yeah, they we don't, don't have, have the that money. Amount of money. Why would why would Chris Ballard at all spend the money on, on Did you I Lamar think it was Jackson. like two hundred million he turned down mid season? Something crazy. Yeah, we don't have that kind of money. Are you kidding? Colts are not we're at we're the, we're, the, we're a we're a mid tier franchise in Indianapolis. At the end of the day, your city is a mid tier United States city. It's a mid tier pro team. Correct. They don't always have a lot of money. Correct. Their owner's not gonna 
Correct. Excuse my French, piss away that kind of money yeah. on a quarterback. No. Like, it's not going to happen. I think that we're going to end up drafting, and we'll probably get either Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, or if there's some miracle scenario where the number three, I think it's the Cardinals ahead of us, they don't trade it away. They stay there. and uh, Take and, Will Anderson? Well, yeah. And then either uh, the I think it's the, yeah, the Panthers or the Texans reach and grab Anthony Richardson at the one or the two. We can get Stroud or Young, but otherwise I we were getting either Anthony Richardson or Will Levis, which is disappointing. I will say I'm kind of I'm kind of upset yeah. that um, <laughs> that Anthony Richardson did so well at the at the combine cuz his draft stock shot. Shot. Up. Oh my god. Before the combine, he was 100% before the combine, he was probably could have been an 18th pick for the Lions. We yeah. could grab our quarterback of the future, let him learn under Goff for a little bit. Yeah. But now he's like top one, top two. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think you guys you guys could maybe draft like uh, a, a Hendon Hooker, though. I think that wouldn't be a horrible choice. Or Hendon Hooker or uh, – Honestly, I, did, I didn't I, – I like Hendon Hooker, really but he's a very – I don't want to say gunslinger, but kind of a gunslinger. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, one you got to worry about that ACL tear. Yeah, no, I think I think if he sits, if he sits, you guys don't need a quarterback for a little bit. We don't need I think, a I think, quarterback. I think you could you could draft him Honestly, and Hooker in like the third round or something. I think it'd be a great idea. Jared Goff's a top for five anybody. quarterback in the NFC. I'll, I'll stand. Jared Goff is probably four or five, but yeah, he's I'm, a top five. His play last season when Ben Johnson started calling the plays, top five quarterback. Yeah, I mean, well, you got the same thing with the Chiefs, like. Alex Smith, great, but I, I mean, you still draft Patrick Mahomes, though. Like, but, saying, but we don't, yeah. we don't have, we don't have, and we don't like we have the sixth. Let's yeah. be real. If Will Levis is available at the sixth, I do not want the Lions to take it. They will probably, if they it, could. No, I don't think they will. I think they'll still take Gonzalez. They um, could, or if if everything, if everybody starts trading up, and those first five picks are all quarterbacks, yeah, they'll take Will Anderson. And yeah. Think about Will Anderson and Aiden Hutchinson on the edge. Oh, that'd be fun. That's a good. That's a good defense right there. That'd be fun. Um, but but yeah, no. I think I think it's a promising future for everybody. I'm glad to see that. Not for the Colts, at least. Uh, promising future for you. Um, I hope to see the Colts make some sort of moves that are at all relevant, other than drafting or picking up uh, Minshew and the kicker, but or and trading away Gilmore and letting go of everybody or letting everyone walk. But whatever. Um, you know what's making me a little bit happier though? Hmm. It's March. It's March. It is March. What is it? What What does it mean to be in March? It's madness. It's madness. It is insane, <laughs> wild. And what is March Madness? Oh, of course, it's the NCAA basketball tournaments, both men's and women's. I'm excited, super excited for both. Um, I'm hopefully gonna watch some women's games this year. Really haven't been super big in watching women's games the past few years or whatever. But I've been watching State, a couple. Ball State women's basketball has, you know what, and and, I, and even IU women's basketball. My brother was watching that over spring break. Has gotten me into like, you know what, this is some pretty darn good play right here. I will, I will watch. I will die on this hill. Yeah, women's college basketball, women's basketball is so much more fun to watch than men's basketball. I I can't say I, I, I agree. I, I, I but I do not like watching men's basketball. Twenty minute halves. What the heck is that? I think that? that's. I think it's fine. It's, it's not that. It's big not of just a for that, but also women's basketball is so much more technical. I think. I think college basketball, men's basketball, it's a very selfish style of play. I don't. I think it's. Well, yeah, but it's nowhere close to the NBA. How about that? 
I think, well, I yeah. think, yeah, yeah. I think but, it is more a far more reined in. But I understand your thought process. You got your guys like your your big stars that'll just do whatever they want because yep. they can. Um, but no, I understand your point. Uh, but I think I honestly, I've had some fond memories. I've had one fond memory so far in my life where I remember watching a women's basketball game during March, and it was, or actually, I guess April because apparently March Madness ends in April, which I always find very odd. Um, is Arike and Gubawale's uh, buzzer beater yep. three to win the national championship for Notre Dame? I thought yeah, that, that was, was super cool. That was a good moment. That was when I was starting to get into Notre Dame a little bit more. Um, sort of like I'd like their football team for about a year or two, and I was watching the game at like a I think it was on spring break or something, and mm-hmm. like somewhere like in Florida or whatever. And they had the game up on the big screen, and she splashed that. I'm like, oh my god! Uh, but yeah, I, hopefully, if I have the time, I think I'll watch some some women's basketball if it's if it's on and if there's nothing going on in the men's area. Yeah. But well, I'll be at yeah. a couple women's basketball. Games. Yeah, hey, yeah, talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, so the the paper that I freelance for is sending me to Bloomington to cover the first round tomorrow morning, and then if they win the second round on Monday, hopefully it's Monday evening because I have a, a big interview on Monday morning. What for, um, are you allowed to disclose? What? Oh yeah, I applied for editor in chief of the Daily News. Hey, um, hey, my yeah. my interview is Monday at noon. Good luck to you, man. Tentatively, I talked to. I talked to the people setting up the interview, and I was like, yeah. "Just, just to, I yes, I can make that time, but just yeah. to be clear, I might not be able to, depending yeah. on on how it turns out." Um, Best of luck. Yes, very yeah. exciting stuff. A little nerve wracking, but yeah, hey, tomorrow it's it, the game's at eleven thirty tomorrow. Yeah, uh, it's Indiana women's basketball versus Tennessee Tech. I'm doing a preview on it this afternoon. There you go. Um, yeah, I gotta wake up at like I gotta leave the house by seven, oh. which. I don't like that's not that's not horrible. I don't like I, I've done I've done I've done worse. I've also done worse, yeah. but I don't like waking up early. Andy. No, yeah, I had to wake up. I would wake up this morning to uh, break down some brackets for Cardinal weather. Ooh, oh yeah, you were up for early. I, I got up at like five forty-five. Yeah. yeah. So and by the way, I, I broke I broke down the bracket for Cardinal weather. Let's do it now. Let's break down our yes. brackets. What do you want to start with, men's or women's? I want to start with men's here first. Yeah, uh, the men's is kind of going right now. Brackets yeah. have already been busted. Yes, uh, games are happening as we speak. This is cur- it's currently twelve twenty here uh, as we're talking. I'm sure you're listening to this on like a random Wednesday of next week or whatever. Um, but yesterday's games, honestly, probably the two biggest that I would I'd like to highlight a little bit. Furman beating Virginia. <sighs> Again, honestly, not shocking to me at all. Not shocking. Virginia has some weird weird thing where they just they suck. Ever since winning it. Yeah. They've sucked. Well, they even like they're the they're the only number one seed ever to lose to a sixteen seed. And then they just lost to a a college I've never heard of in my life. Furman. I've heard of Furman. You've heard of Furman before. Where are they from? Do you oh, know? I don't know that much about <laughs> Furman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ex- that exactly my point, Daniel. Um, but good for Furman. Uh, I had them upsetting Virginia in a couple of my brackets. In my main bracket, though, uh, I did not have them winning. I, which is, I, I think both the San Diego State and Charleston and the Virginia and Furman game were toss-ups for me, and I picked yeah. the wrong ones for both. Okay, so I I I will yeah. run down my list right now of of, yeah. of games that I've already I've already lost. Yeah, I had West Virginia beating Maryland, which did not happen. I had yeah, same here. I had Charleston beating San Diego State, same which here. did not happen. I had Virginia beating Furman, which did not happen. Same here. I had Arizona beating Princeton, which did not happen. Hey, by the way, let's talk about that real quick. And that, I had Oral Roberts beating Duke, which did not. happen. Oh, that Oral Roberts is awful. Awesome. Every, everyone just kind of had. Uh, Drank the Kool Aid of two years ago, 
and just assumed that Oral Roberts would do the same thing. They did not. Yeah. Yeah. They got they absolutely I, I, clapped. I'll say it. By the Duke. I, du- I drank a lot of Kool Aid. Duke Devils. Duke. Duke. Duke Devils. Duke. Duke Devils. Duke. Blue Devils. Shout out Caleb Zuber. Yeah. Yeah. I talked a lot of trash about <laughs> Oral Roberts beating Duke. Did not happen. I, uh, I, I was pretty wrong. I was yeah. pretty wrong. Uh, but Princeton pulling off just honestly the unthinkable and beating Arizona. I would have never thought an Ivy League school would take down a number two seed. But here we are. We're talking about it, and it happened. And you know what? wasn't even that close of a game. No! Like, they were they comfortably beat the number by, two seed. It was by four, four points. No, but like yeah. the I watched, I was yeah. watching the game. It didn't look like it was like chaotic. Yeah, yeah, un- yeah. Upsetting. It was kind of just like a game. I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, other than that, like pretty much everything kind of unfolded as one would expect. Uh, I picked the wrong upsets. My bracket is pretty awful. I had Charleston and uh, Arizona in the Elite Eight. Um, yeah. I had yeah. Arizona, Virginia in the Elite Eight. Actually, let's be let's just talk real quick. My yeah. entire South bracket is is done. Is it really? The two teams I had coming out of the South lost. I so, had I have Alabama and Arizona coming out of the South. I could yeah. get I could get some points if Baylor wins, Creighton wins, Creighton, and Creighton, and yeah. then Creighton beats Baylor. That's that's where I can get some points. There, I'm a big Creighton guy. Um, my Midwest bracket's doing okay. Yeah. Auburn beat Iowa. Houston beat Northern Kentucky. Which yeah, well, um, well I think I think the Auburn Iowa one was a toss up, but I think the uh, Houston was slam dunk. Yeah, Texas which beat they Col- actually Houston Northern Kentucky actually gave them a bit of a scare there for a second. A little bit, just for a minute there. Yeah. I was getting I was getting worried. Um, but I I have them going. I have them going to the. I have Houston going to the Elite Eight, yeah. and I don't have them going any farther. So. I have them going to the uh, Final Four. So, Who do you have winning it all? I have uh, In my Final Four, I had Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. I have Purdue, mm-hmm. um, and then I have Houston, UCLA. And then I have UCLA, Purdue, UCLA wins it all. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's. I don't think that's awful. That's not awful. But no, it's definitely not great. I don't. I don't. I. I think Purdue can do it. I think that people are way underestimating them. Hi, I'm the person underestimating. Yeah, Purdue. I get it. I get it. I don't think that they're going to lose happening. to Memphis. I I think that they could probably lose to Duke though. That is now that I kind of have seen Duke play, especially just smacking Oral Roberts like that, I think that Duke probably beats Purdue there. Which which and, and in my bracket I have Purdue playing Kentucky. So I can see a Duke Kentucky final there. Yep, I have Purdue Memphis and Memphis beating Purdue, and then yeah. I have t- I have Tennessee beating Duke. I don't care. Yeah, I have Tennessee beating Duke. Uh, the game the game that I'm actually interested to see your insight on, and I'm sure listeners would probably be interested in hearing what you have to say about it, and myself obviously, the IU Kent State game tonight at nine fifty five. I've heard a lot of talk. From people in the Ball State community and the <laughs> MAC community that, for whatever reason, have it in their heads that the Kent State Golden Flashes have any kind of chance of beating the Indiana Hoosiers, would you agree? Can you pause for a minute? Can we just a little bit yeah. of quiet? A little bit of quiet. Yeah. Kent State by a million. No, 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 Kent no, State no. By a million. Absolutely not. Uh uh-uh. uh. I putting, completely, I'll, I completely, wildly. I'll put rent on this game. Kent State rent? by a million. Rent? How much is your rent? 
It's enough to no to be a serious. No, wager. my God, there is. I don't think. I don't think Kent State has a chance. Time out in the conversation. In this game. Mom, Dad, I'm not putting rent on anything. Do not. Do I'm not. not yes. Stupid. No. But yes. Kent State by a million. Absolutely not. I, I don't think. Kent State by a million. I do not think. It, dude, if Ball State can beat them by 12, there is no way that they are not going to get absolutely trounced by Trace Jackson Davis and Jalen Hushafina. No way. One shining moment. I don't care. You just I don't need one care. shining moment. There is no way that they beat IU. I'm sorry. They do. There's no way. They do. I and then they we'll get, see. And then they get probably clapped by Miami, but like we just need them to beat IU. Uh, yeah, some people have Drake being Miami, which I think is insane. No, I don't have that. Um, um I do have Penn State in the Elite Eight, though. I had Penn State losing to Texas A&M. And then that's Texas A&M that's losing insane. To, to I have Texas. I have Texas uh losing to Penn State. I, I think don't. that'd be great. I don't. I think Penn State's a real deal. You Penn State's why, real good. You want to know why I don't have Penn State losing to Texas? Or I don't have Penn State beating Texas? Because you had Texas A&M beating them? <laughs> no, I had I had Texas beating Texas A&M and Texas as my national championship Oh, you winners. do? There we go. Welcome. You know, I can see that. My final four is Arizona. Oops. Marquette. Yep. Oof. I have Marquette. Texas I, and Kansas. Here's the here's here's my big mistake of this is probably my biggest mistake of my bracket. I had Vermont beating Marquette today. That's not happening. I know it's not. That, like what, I, I was what trying to okay, you want? I was trying to reach for a 15 seed. I picked the wrong one of the four. If I would have reached and picked Princeton, I'd have been I'd have been just the greatest the greatest predictor of all time. Mm-hmm. Like the 15 people left in the world that have perfect brackets right now, which is. Literally insane. How do you even have I that? heard I heard this analogy. Yeah. Um I can't remember exactly what uh <laughs> I can't remember exactly what the numbers are because okay. I don't like numbers, but um it's if you were to pick up a grain of sand. Yeah. If, of the wait, one sec, let me look up how many grains of sands are. How many how many there's a, there's quintillion yeah trillions, billions billions times trillions times quintillions. There are 7.5 sextillion yeah. grains of sand in the world. Yeah. So if you picked up one grain of sand. Yeah. And then somebody else around the world, selected at random, yeah. picks up another grain of sand. Yeah. You have a bet. They have a better. Or well, you pick up the grain of sand, then you put it yeah. back down. And then like ten years later, another yeah. person picks up a grain of sand. You have a better chance of that grain of sand being the same as the grain of sand you picked up than to have a perfect bracket. Which is nuts. Nuts. It's insane. Absolutely nuts. I, it's, it is an impossible feat that I don't believe will ever be, uh, unless AI chat GPT just figures it out one day. They won't. Um, <laughs> shout out real quick. I, I don't think it's perfect anymore, but yeah. Hannah Amos, about halfway through our, our editorial board meeting yeah. last night, she had Princeton beating- Wild. um Arizona, and she had a perfect bracket Why? through the end of our meeting, which ended at like seven thirty. That's nuts. Um, she's our associate news editor, and she came in. And she was like, I'll, "I'll select a bracket," and she is more correct than anyone in our section right now. That's crazy. Mad props to Hannah. Good um, for her. You want to you move to women's, yes, or you got shif- anything else shifting, to say? No, I'm good. Shifting over to the women's bracket, we can go over this kind of quick. I gotta, I gotta get out. You have a class? No, I got. I'm, I'm have lunch. Have a lunch. Oh, you have lunch? Yeah, with a, my, my boy Kyle. Kyle Blackburn. Blackburn. Yes, you remember him? Yeah. Yes, from the Lions Colts yes, game. Kyle Blackburn and I Shout went to the Colts game. We were the only Lions fans there. And that is the true. Lions won. Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Marquette's beating South Florida at the half right now. That's good. Um, let, let's just let's start with Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. Um, Sweet Sixteen. 
out of the out of the they call they don't call them the West and stuff. They call them Greenville One, Greenville Two, and Seattle One, Seattle Two. I don't like that. Either way, um, I have South Carolina, who's undefeated on the season. And let me just let me just get the spoiler out of the way. I have South Carolina winning it all. I do and not. I have South Carolina winning it all with an undefeated season. Um, I have South Carolina, UCLA, um, and then Creighton and Maryland. In my coming out of Greenville one, Greenville two, I have uh, Indiana, Villanova, Michigan, and Utah, and then in Seattle four, I have Stanford, Louisville, Duke, and Iowa, and then UConn, North Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia Tech. What do you got? I have in my final four. Uh, I do believe brackets literally just locked, like literally right now. Um, oh, never mind, they don't. They locked probably at twelve fifteen or something. They probably uh, locked at twelve fifteen because that's when the Marquette game started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish I would have kind of rethought it a little bit because um, as of right now, I have uh, in my final four: South Carolina and Duke, and Indiana and UConn. And then I have Indiana, South Carolina, Indiana winning it all. Um, I probably would have had Iowa go a little bit farther. Um, but uh, shout out, shout out to the uh, basketball women's basketball women's women's basketball team for ball state in the WNIT yeah. absolutely destroying Belmont last night here in Muncie. Uh, super cool to see them doing well. Um, obviously it's not exactly where they wanted to be, but the WNIT is still like a, a pretty good, pretty fun, pretty, Hey, it's, it's, it's respectable for a max school to be invited to the WNIT yeah. and especially to get a win, which is pretty neat. So shout out Ali Becky, Anna Clefane and, Telma DeSaugus' daughter for taking that dub, scoring 101 points, which is nuts. This is yeah, this is pretty interesting. Real quick, um, so Ball State beat Belmont last night. They're going to go yeah. on to play Memphis in Memphis on in the Memphis. 20th okay. at 8 p.m. But interesting enough, if they beat Memphis on the other side of the bracket, is Bowling Green Green Bay. And if Bowling Green beats Green Bay, it'll be a rematch of the Mid-America Conference Tournament between Ball State and Bowling Green, which I love that. Interesting. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, some other some other big teams in the WNIT. Um, Clemson's in it. Florida, Wake Forest. Yeah. Uh, Syracuse, Seton Hall, Harvard, Richmond. Richmond's always been a team that when they're in the tournament, I always pick them. I love Richmond. Um, I don't. I think it's Richmond, Virginia. I don't know. I really like their mus- their mascot. <laughs> I think you're going to say they're musk. I was like, what? I do not. <laughs> they're musketeer. <laughs> yes, they're three um, musketeers bars. Very cool. Yeah. Either way. Um, yeah, my bracket's kind of donezo already. Oh, yeah, it's all. Yours is, yours is worse than mine, the I do men's, believe, right the now. The men's yeah. side. You know, yeah. I could still clean it up. As long as... I think I think the women's bracket is a little bit easier because generally, if I remember correctly, women's, usually the higher seed wins pretty pretty easily. It's more consistent yeah. than it is in men's ball. Which I think, um, I don't... Is it just like just the the best teams are just so freaking good that like the other teams just can't compete? Or South Carolina just, beat the pants off people this year. Oh, yeah. They beat yeah. the pants off people this yeah. year. Very, very good. And I think... Is it just they're just so... Is it just... Is when it, you have like those established teams... Yeah. It's it's pretty. Is it is it is it that they're they're they understand their scheme and they can stick to it? Is it that is there's a smaller pool of like higher, I think level athletes at their I level. Think, I think that you could say that there's there's a concentration of really good women's basketball teams. Yeah, because for the longest time, women's basketball was a small concentration of teams. Not yeah. every school had women's basketball. It's yeah. very similar. Like what it was 20, 30 years ago, it's very similar to what men's volleyball is like right yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say that. Men's volleyball has yeah. a very 
concentrated amount of of really good teams. Um, Ball State is a top ten team in history. Uh, teams like Hawaii, Long Beach State, UCLA. Yeah. Um, a lot of the teams out west have very good, very good men's volleyball teams. Um, Princeton is a pretty good men's volleyball team. Yeah. Um, but BYU out west, a lot yeah. of the out west teams, because volleyball was really men's volleyball for a long time was really concentrated out west, and probably fifteen years from now you'll still see those teams at the top of the pack yeah. with other teams butting in and starting programs that's really good and all, but it's going to take some time for them to really establish themselves in the game. Yeah. Well, best of luck to everybody. Uh, yes, of best course. of luck to your brackets. We'll um, be watching, of happy, course, yeah, as happy always. St. Patrick's Day. Yes, uh, luck s- of the Irish. Yeah, I'm not wearing any green today. I am wearing I'm, a green You know what I'm wearing? Jersey. What? Wearing maize and blue. Uh, good for you. Wearing my Great. maize and blue. blue. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yes, uh, thank you for all for joining us. Make sure you follow us on our socials. Um, we'll put them in the links down below. Yeah, per- hopefully hopefully, we'll start getting it this every week now from, from yeah, now we'll, on. We'll we, pretty, we had spring break. We'll so be it's pretty all straight bad. on. Yeah, we yeah. didn't even talk about spring break. How's your spring break? Pretty all right. Yeah, my I too. worked at a middle school. I got 100 bucks. We're good to go. Love to see it. Yeah. Uh, I went to Virginia and then came back and then hung out in Michigan for a bit. Boom. It was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. You guys have a lovely day, and we'll see you on the next one. And as always, underqualified, underqualified knuckleheads, knuckleheads country, country, let's ride. ride.